Hello, beautiful people. So today we are with Hakim David. He is uh, he's helping people transforming his life in several ways by three, three pillars in his life. That is the nutrition, minds, and fitness. How are you, my friend, today? I'm doing good. How are you? Really nice, man. Really nice. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So uh, I want, let's start from the beginning. If you can tell me a little bit about your story, your childhood, your background, just for the listeners and viewers that still don't know you. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm originally from um, South Jersey um, here in the States, and I grew up in the primarily like in the Atlantic City type of area. My mother and my stepfather, both of them were pretty overprotective, my stepfather more so. So much so that he pulled me out of school. So from going to kindergarten, like I, I, that's the first year that I did, and I never progressed into the first or twelfth grades. So I did kindergarten, was pulled out, was homeschooled, and then um, from there forward, I ended up, you know, he kept us locked in the house pretty much. You know, like the only way we could ever go anywhere was under his protection. He had to be there, um, like the house, the windows were all blacked out. He didn't want us looking outside. He basically, it was uh, um, unnormal. It was a pretty unnormal situation to grow up in. It's like captivity or like, and how much time it was? How much time you spent in that environment? So I spent, I guess, from about the age of four to I was 22 in that Whoa. environment. Uh, and yeah, definitely, you say it's like a captivity. It's it was it was a huge mental captivity. That was, yeah, that's what it was. For sure, but how do you think that that kind of environment turn you in the in the stronger person? How do you think that if it helps in some way? So I went through actually a couple of phases. Um, like every like a lot of people see me now as a stronger person or the strong person. But they don't see when I was 12, when I was suicidal, when I before, before suicidal, when I was homicidal. Um, and then how I was, you know, that was a, a little stretch, you know, 12, probably to about 14 of just dealing with those emotions. And, you know, then coming around to a, a stronger mentality of, you know, where I'm, where I'm at today, you know, and, and I, and I forget what your original question was, because no, that's how I, I my, my question brain works. Is, no, no, no problem. <clears throat> my question was how that affect you, if we can say in the positive way, like positive. That, yes. You understand? Yeah. Because come on, it's yeah. so little to take from that. Like, in, you know, it's it's a an it's a crappy situation. It's a crappy situation to grow up in. Um, but on a positive note, it definitely allowed me to once I. I guess once I came to terms with, I only have control over so much. Mm. And it's something I've, I've been mentioning more on my feed. You know, if I only have control over how, you know, if like, if I only have control over a certain distance of reach that I have, I'm not going to worry about trying to reach further. You know, that's it. I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know, oh, I wish I had more control. How, or like, I can't control your opinions. I can't control the way you feel about a matter. So I'm not going to trouble myself 
trying to control the way you think about that. Like I was just talking to somebody and I was like, oh, if I like chocolate ice cream or I like vanilla and you like chocolate, I can't make you love vanilla as much as I do. You know, once I come to terms with that, that I love vanilla, you love chocolate, but I can't, and I, I have no control or whatsoever over your ultimate decision of what you're going to like, then I can start moving forward with my life. I can decide how much vanilla ice cream I want to eat. My ice cream is not going to sit there melting because I'm worried about what you're eating. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a, it's a great lesson. Just, man, think in yourself and don't try to, to influence other people in, in another way that you want to, to, to affect them. If it's a positive way, if you want the best for the person, but if it's just to, to, to compare... I don't care. Change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to change the people. Like, I think, like, it's no, you are what you are. And every person for me, I will see that as a flame, if you can say, a uh, purpose. Do you believe in purpose in life? Uh, explain to me your, like, your, your view of purpose. Purpose, I will say, if, do you think that everyone has, has a meaning? like something to do or being a writer or a speaker or digital marketer marketer yeah i have i have a uh a, a ver like i have my own like a version of it yes. where they're like that's where they're good at that's what they love that's what comes natural to them and mm -hmm. i believe everybody has that what is yours can you can you share with me and with the listeners I think my purpose is to help people um, provide, and I'm, and I'm still like kind of fuzzy with exactly defining like, like if I had to write down my purpose, I'm still in that phase of like figuring out exactly what that looks like on paper, but it's helping people, inspiring people, and whether that be, and, and helping people to take care of themselves. It's something I've, I've, I've never been able to love myself and I'm starting to be able to get to that point where I'm able to appreciate myself and um, take myself into consideration. And, you know, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. And I, that's, I feel like my purpose is kind of gravitating in that direction of helping people to appreciate themselves emotionally and physically as well, whichever one, whether they need help in both areas or just in one area. I think it's a great, a great and meaningful purpose in life. And I want to imagine if I'm in the situation that I'm too afraid to risk to leave my job or to pass, if I find already my purpose or something that I love, but I'm too afraid to risk. What is your advice to me? Oh, uh, there's, I've, like, okay, so that'd be like a small, like context so if i had like a scenario like i'm have, i don't have to worry about money and living expenses and none of that and i had my purpose or that something that i loved then i would probably jump right in whether i knew or not because you can always ask yourself you can always be like i don't know how to do this but how can i do it like that's one of my favorite words how because you know every like if you ask yourself how, it really unlocks your mind. You start looking around for answers. And that, you know, that, that would be in a perfect ideal scenario. But like, for instance, myself, I was working two jobs 
and trying to focus on my purpose, which is Ride Body Soul of, you know, helping people fitness and inspiring them. So like you might have to work at inconvenient times or, you know, stretch yourself a little, work a little bit later into the day. You know, it's, it's very common for me to work until like one in the morning, two in the morning and, you know, be back up the next day around eight o'clock, you know, to continue with my, you know, be at work at nine and all that stuff. So if you know you, what your purpose is, then you're going to find yourself making whatever sacrifices. And, and, and if you're scared to take the risk, if you start asking yourself and like, how can you, or why you're scared and how you can get over that fear, mm. then, you, you know, it's going to help propel you forward. Well, I think it's great advice, man. Great, great advice. Now, I want, like you were talking about your day, what is a normal day for you, just to have an idea? A normal day for me, okay. Um, no days are, no two days are exactly alike. <laughs> First day off, they're going to be, they're going to be di two different days. Um, so a normal day for me, I'll be up like about eight o'clock. I'll be at work about nine. I'll usually work. And, th and this is going to change a little bit because I just got a new job. So I was selling health insurance primarily, but I'm, I think I'm going to be leaving that. I'm going to be leaving that field because it's not my purpose <laughs> at all. Um, so I'll be working and I'm going to be working in the office. So that's going to be eight to five. But the way I see the rest of my day going is, so I'll probably be up like at seven o'clock, be there by eight. Um, then I'll be, you know, get out at five and then I'll come out and I'm going to be working and pouring my soul into my fitness, my inspiration, trying to figure out, you know, understanding my viewers, understanding what content works for them, developing, you know, those mm -hmm. values. And then I do work another part-time job. So I'll probably get out at five, be pouring myself into my job, six to like about eight or nine, going to my part-time job. Mm -hmm. Some days is shorter than, and some days is longer. Like Thursdays, I'll be there at three in the morning and, you know, to come back. And then, you know, um, I'll probably, if it's one of my short days, I'll probably stay up to like one or two in the morning again, working with individuals, communicating with my viewers or my, my community and, and, you know, just editing content or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a pretty long day. I love your hard work, man. It's the, yeah, and it's, it's, for me, it's about consistency, keeping the, the, and it's not easy huh? to jobs and working in your own business. Own it's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's not easy. I wanted to ask you now if you have uh, like routines, if you have any morning routines or some things that you do in the morning or in the night. I'm terrible at routine. <laughs> As you can see, my days, my days fluctuate. Um, like they fluctuated more before because I had more le le uh, free freeness with my schedule. I wasn't tied to a strict schedule. But routines, if I had to get into a routine, which I'm working to, towards, I want to be up about. Like, I want to get a workout in before I go to work. So that means getting up at about 6 o'clock, 5.30. Um, I try to do meditation or priming at least three times a week. It, mm. There's no specific time to do it, like, like a routine. But I'm working, again, like I said, I'm working at a routine because I know when I do these things, I'm, I'm better as a person. I feel better. I perform better. I have more mental clarity. Um, 
So it would be, and this is like my goal. And I guess just to kind of be an accountability thing if I put it out there. Um, so six, so up at, I want to be up at 530, okay. work out, um, come get back, do some meditation, whether that's priming with Tony Robbins or some form of yoga. Okay. That for about 15 minutes, then take care of my body, eat my, my breakfast which would be, you know, something, you know, cleaner or healthy and then work. And that would be my day. But my routine, that would be my routine. Morning. Exercise in the morning and 50, at least 15 minutes of mental priming or meditation. Okay. I wanted to talk now because uh, for the listeners that still or uh, viewers that still don't know, what is priming? Can you explain priming. for the ones that still don't know? Okay. So you... You're familiar with priming. I was yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. never had anybody. Okay. So priming, um, it's like getting your brain to a peak state. As far as I understand, I'm pretty new to the priming. Um, I'm more familiar with meditation, but um, priming is getting your brain to a peak state of positivity and for me, gratitude. Mm -hmm. So that way I set myself up in either a day or an activity that, so that way my brain is most open to the possibilities it's most open to all the good things to come to me. And that's something else I think is probably more consistent when I'm doing priming. If I'm going into an activity that I want to be in a peak state, I might just do 15, I'll schedule 15 minutes before to mm. prime, before that activity. That's just nice. I never tried that. I will, maybe I will. And which kind of other meditations do you do? Right now, I've been just doing breathing. Okay. Um, meditation. Sometimes some of them guided. My friend he recommended just like sitting down and like trying to like empty your mind, so to speak, and just like mm -hmm. focus on something. Whether it be like a, like imagine in your head like a circle or a square or mm -hmm. a light bulb or something like that, and just try and pay attention and focus on that. Um, and that's that'd be probably more just, and, and just trying to get in touch with like the like the reality of what's around if that makes any sense yes. like what everything like all my senses when i'm when i'm breathing when i'm when i'm feeling the different mm -hmm. textures sensations that kind of stuff while i'm breathing being in the in the moment in the present moment yeah. really it's i'm just trying to calm my mind one because it's always racing <laughs> um, and two just being yeah just being in the moment appreciating the moment yeah, yeah, the mind doesn't stop. I think it helps a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, it helps a lot. Like, it's what I will do here, 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 and sometimes you just need a little bit of calm. <sighs> just, just relax, just for a second. Yeah, you know. So true. I found even like ninety, just ninety seconds of breathing, and just trying to pull that in, and just appreciate. You know, if you hear the birds chirping, or you hear, you know, the creek, or just eat, or even if you're just in a room quietly. Just appreciating right right now what you're breathing, what you're feeling. A lot of that that'll help alone clear out some of that noise in the head. I totally agree with you. Totally. Yeah. I think meditation, it was it still helped me a lot. Like I think it's and it's something that if I don't do it, I miss it. You know, like I get used to, to the routine of doing so. I think it's it's incredible. Now I want to talk a little bit about your mindset. How do you describe your mindset? Mindset, let's see. I'm inclined towards challenges. Um, it might be something that is 
not realistic to achieve or do. You know, you mm. could give me a time frame and you might be like, it's it's not, it's impossible to do that in, in two hours to get a certain assignment done. And I said, okay, you know, I bet I bet I, I can get close to two hours. You know, real, of course I try to be realistic, but I'm always going to try and push. If you're like, that's mm. going to take three hours ma- minimum. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try and do 259. You know, I show you that is, yeah. it can be done quicker, you know? So my mindset is one that I can do anything I put my mind to. Of course it has to make sense, but it's, I'm not going to let the logistics get in the way of me trying it, you know, um, whether it be something physical or um, um, in the financial sector or something like that, or even in my personal life, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to pour myself into it. That's the kind of mindset that I have. It's a great, great, great answer. And I want to talk a little bit more about your program. If you can tell me a little bit more, what consists your program? Like fitness or? How do you do it? Because I was I was seeing in the website, but if you can tell me, if you work in, in different, uh, imagine if I'm your client, how we will start this? by the fitness or it's all together and it's and this you know right body soul is still something that's definitely in the very premature stage and it's okay. growing um but it would start with seeing where you're at you know mm. if somebody's confident and comfortable with themselves mentally then i would be okay what what do you want to fix physically or change or what do you want to get better at or improve if it was, you know, if I talking with them and I see that mentally they're in a very insecure, unhealthy space, mm-hmm. then I would want to work with them or at least help get them the resources to get themselves to that healthy space. Because you can have a great body, but if your mind, which runs and operates your body, is not in a good place, then it's like, you know, literally having a massive muscle or a, a slim physique that is not any more confident. You might look it outside, but inside what really matters you're going to feel like you if you're feeling like trash the, the great body or whatever you're trying to achieve is not going to make you feel any better for that second yeah oh yeah i accomplished this or you know i i won that or i look so much better I, I went up a size or i went down a size which helps in your confidence or your ego of what people see around you but inside you still are looking at the same person yeah it's, it's for me it's completely connected like it's if you have a great mind but the body doesn't doesn't allow yeah it's also it's yeah it's there's definitely a balance i i agree there's definitely a balance they're, they're both you know that's why it's the three things the fitness the mind the soul the mind and nutrition i feel like they're all physiologically connected and but like if i'm starting off with somebody like to try and prop them up so that we can get them to a point where they're running. It's like if you have four tires and one of them's a little flatter, you might want to fill that one up before you start focusing on checking the ones that actually still have some air in them. I think it's going to be enough that it's like a, a domino effect because maybe the guy, if it sees the, the size it's, or the body it's getting better, maybe it will start to work in the mind, you know? For me, it works like that. I think it will, it will work like that. Now I want to, to know, how do you define for you success? Success. So success it, to me is happiness. It's gratitude. Um, 
and having what what I need to live, you know, and maybe just a little bit more if I can. Um, but that's how I, I would define success in like my personal life. Something that's really gratifying for me is helping others. So if I can help one person, like it's funny, um, you know, people, like, especially now people like look at how many followers I have and how I exploded and followers and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay, you know, but it's not just the followers, it's not the likes. That doesn't mean I'm going to be successful at it. That doesn't mean that my content resonates with them. That doesn't mean anything. When I go on my insights though, and I see they saved something or they shared something, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, now I feel successful. It could have been one share, but it impacted them enough that they said, ooh, Johnny, he needs to see this. This might help him or encourage him or motivate him like it did me. So for me, that would be that that makes me feel successful. The great definition of success, man, just one life each time, like, and planting your seed all the way. Now I want to know what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? I haven't thought about that, <laughs> actually. Um, I feel like I got, I got a lot of time, so I still had time to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But a very, like, on-the-spot um, idea of what I would want to leave behind as a legacy is a good name. Um, somebody said to me uh, at my last job, one of the guys that he was there for eight years and he was working, he was, like, when he was having his going-away party, he mentioned, you know, a lot of people showed up for his party and he was like, you see this, all these people, it's, they, they respect me. And he's like, they respect me because I've done good for their job. You know, I've done good for them as a coworker. And I guess that would be a legacy that I would want to leave behind a good name. And I rather have a lot of people at my funeral because they know I've helped them or I've impacted or touched them in a positive way than any other way. It's, it's it's a great and it's um, also curious because one of my the previous interview and he told me like and I will use this now what is the three words uh, that you want uh, to hear in your funeral in your funeral the, the people talking about you again that's something I don't think about. I mean, you're pushing me into new spaces here. <laughs> yeah, I, I That's great. That. I love it. Yeah, I love it, though, because it's something I otherwise wouldn't think. Um, I would definitely know that I want to be referenced that I've inspired people um, phys um, physically and um, emotionally to take care of their health. But three words would be inspire, um, encourage, and I guess fearless. Well, love it. And I want to know if you can tell me like projects that you are working. Uh, it's your your new project. If you can tell me a little bit more or something new that you are doing, if you want to share with me. Yeah. So, very again, it's very very premature. Like I feel like this is like Rise Body is a toddler and we're we're talking about stuff that's like infants inside of that toddler. Um, but it would be, um, I am looking, I am talking with different people about, you know, mental health and ways to contribute and connect with young individuals who have come from traumatic backgrounds 
or who have you know who are currently like in the foster society or um like in the social worker type of world mm. but you know and that i am also looking in the near short-term future towards becoming a personal trainer myself so that way i can actually go ahead and work with individuals and develop uh routines and as well you know find ways to intermesh that with your physiological health health psychological health yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i think yeah, the balance between the two it's the the and nutrition also nutrition i mm -hmm. think it's we forget so much and if you mentioned nutrition it's just been in the back of my head like trying to blur it out like i didn't realize that 75 percent of our serotonin levels are produced in our gut and our gut can be affected by our nutrition and what we eat okay can like, you talk a little bit more I'm I'm writing an article about it. I'm going to put on my site. Um, but basically, it's amazing what, the food that we put in our body. For instance, um, lactose intolerant people, their body doesn't digest the proteins correctly. And what happens is that throws the balance of their gut bacteria off, which is going to enter. It's like a whole... Um, ecosystem in our gut hmm. and that's gonna if that's that ecosystem gets thrown off till off balance then it's gonna affect chemicals that our body produces it's gonna our gut the funny thing you know when you feel nervous you're like you're nervous because you have a job interview up here but hmm. you don't feel it in your brain you might have the racing thoughts but you feel it in your gut you got the butterflies you know and it's it's not a one-way street from our brain to our gut our gut also affects our brain so if our gut is not happy, for some reason, we're not going to feel happy. Never seen that. Really? Never. No. I, think, I, didn't, I didn't either until I was doing research for this article I was writing. And I was like, you know what? That just blew my mind away. Which advice you will give me if, to start to improve a nutrition? If you can say. Start improving on nutrition. Learn. And that's the first thing. They don't teach us anything in school. They don't teach, mm. you know, I, of course, I didn't grow up in a traditional schooling mm -hmm. system, but from everybody I talk with, they don't teach you enough about nutrition in school. Um, and then try to avoid processed foods as much as possible. We always hear that. Try to avoid processed mm -hmm. foods. And then, um, and, and it's a little crazy, and, but organic if possible because all them weird killers and everything everybody's concerned about the cancerous effects of them but i'm not concerned about the cancerous effects i'm concerned about how it's killing your gut and it's going to throw your entire body off tilter mm -hmm. i think it's it's a great 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 man now i want to know like with the conversation i'm a big reader i don't know if you are a big reader if you have any advice of a book to give me or like I'm not a big reader. I yes. I will listen. I can listen okay. all day. And I'll like it might be books or it might be I'm a huge listener on like keynote speeches. Okay. Um, whether that be TED Talk or something like that. Because that that, that just gravitates a little bit more towards like the psych psychology, the science side of things, and I'm a little more inclined in that direction. Um I do have a couple of books that I gotta get the audiobooks for and listen to okay. um and i i can give you an opinion on that once i definitely when i when i read it but it's the the two that i'm 
looking at right now is Happy Money mm-hmm. by Honda, I think Ken Honda. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is The Untethered Soul. And I forget who the artist of that is. Okay. But those are two that I'll, I'll get back to you once I finish mm-hmm. those audiobooks. Okay, perfect. And I wanted to talk, like you told me about uh, TED Talks, uh, psychology. Do you like also a lot of psychology, you know? You think it's... You... I think understanding psychology is mm. interesting. Um, it's an interesting field. It's definitely filled with a lot of hypotheses and opinions. Um, but I think understanding the different hypotheses, I'm a huge believer in listen, observe, draw conclusions. That's like how I, I've been, I try to live my day in my life. So I hear all these different opinions. I see these different studies and then I draw conclusions from it. Um, so yeah, I think psychology is a good thing uh, because you at least get a bunch of different opinions of things that, of the way things, the brain works. Different studies, different results. And um, that, that, like, that's what I love. I love results. So I'll definitely see that and then figure out how to implement that into my, into my life instead of just hearing, you know, doctor so-and-so says this. Yeah, yeah, making a filtration from the information because nowadays, I think it's a little bit difficult. The quantity of the information that we have, it's good, but... Uh, and I feel like a lot of it is not just, it's not, there's a lot of opinions in it. Like, so when I'm researching, for instance, when I'm going on and I'm researching something about, like, for instance, the gut, and I go on to Google Scholar, and I'm looking at all these different things, there's a lot of articles, but so many of them are going to be hypotheses with inconclusive or insufficient data. The data from the study results, that's really what's going to tell me what, if that hypothesis is real or that opinion is real. You know, it's like somebody can have an opinion that is sunset, but if they didn't go and look out the window and see the sun setting, I, I, I can take your word for it, but you know, should I? <laughs> Especially if you said that before and it wasn't, you know? So I got to look, I got to see that, oh, you took a picture or you, or you opened the blinds and you're like, hey, look, the sun's setting, it's orange sky. I'm like, okay, you're good. Yeah, and I, and I love it what you say, like, take the, and I think it's so important for the people nowadays, just taking the information, go and check it by, with the data and after, draw your own conclusions because it's like, just thinking opinion by opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah and, and I think, and it's something I struggled with for a long time. I didn't want to have my own opinion because your opinion is linked to accountability, responsibility. It's tied to your identity. So if you have an insecure identity or you don't know who you are or you don't like the idea of being accountable for your yourself, then you're not going to want to have your own opinion. But if I can take uh, 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 John or Steve's opinion over here and reflect his opinion off of me and be like, well, that's what the data or this is what I learned or heard. Well, you know what? Now when they shift there, oh, you're completely wrong about that. I can say, oh, no, and deflect it back to Steve over there. It's a way to protect yourself. Yeah, and, and, and it's appeared that you maybe I'm wrong, but you tell me you know a lot about your your inner you. What like how do that with all the process? When do you start to to, to improve so much? Like 
listen to your gut and listen to yourself to yourself that's that's a tough one because so listening to like i i feel like I, to listen to your gut you have to have enough experience in life for your gut to give you good good advice you know like like you can get a good a, your gut can tell you oh i'm going to make a killing on this stock or this cryptocurrency and then you put pour your life savings into it and then it goes down to zero you know well how much trading experience do you have you know do you is this your first trade or your second or your tenth but if it's your 50 50th or 100th or that 500th trade you're going to be able to go my gut says this is a good trade and but it's not just because your gut your gut and your brain work together you got it's like your brain says hey let them know that you know this is similar to 200 trades we did that turned out good out of your the thousand trades he did your brain is like really complicated so he's like i can't tell him that myself because it's like talking to myself so gut you're gonna give him a feeling you know so i feel like it's i feel like it's a very complicated thing to like mm -hmm. listen to your gut but like in general i think being self-aware and trying out everything and having an open mind is so important to being able to reach that point where when you make a decision or you got to do something you're you're in you're in tune with who you who you are so you can go ahead and um make draw a conclusion or an opinion and stand by it and how do you think that we can develop our self that ability I think you gotta be self-aware and I don't, I know the way I became self-aware is, and I, and I'm still doing it. And I spend a lot of time like by myself. Okay. So, because, and, and, and the reason I say that is because, you know, you can go with a therapist, you know, I've, I've seen two different therapists. I've seen what, um, you know, I have friends, but they're really just sounding boards and they can help clean up some of the noise. But at the end of the day, if the source that where the noise is coming from is not clear enough or in tune, then it's just, you're not really getting anywhere. If, if that makes any sense. And that probably wasn't the best analogy, but like I'll spend a lot of time by myself, not just like sitting there like thinking, but I'll be like at the basketball court or I'll be at the gym. That's one reason why I love being active because if I'm at the gym and I throw my headphones on and I'm listening to Eric Thomas, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, my mind, you know, we, we're always multitasking. So our brain only hears a little bit of this. And then all of a sudden it's going, our brains want to go introspective and see how that applies to us. If that is part of our life, can I apply that? Do I do that? So I feel like that helps a lot with the self-aware, the self-awareness, listening mm -hmm. to those kind of things. That's why like when I'm in the gym or I don't listen to, I, 99% I have a gym playlist that I haven't probably opened in months probably like six months because only one or two times I, when I'm in the gym I might actually go ahead like and open it like in a six-month span because I've just found that listening to these other things really helps me to sort myself out you know I think it's a great yeah, and and you already because it was part of my question. It was that that you already explained how to be with yourself, and yeah, like for you it's the gym. For some people maybe meditation. I might be cooking. 
booking exactly anything art but i i and, and this is my other like i said i don't know i haven't delved into self-awareness enough to actually be like oh yeah i i did some research on it but like on my opinion observing myself having something that doesn't distract your mind or kind of fuels it to you know to kind of guide that process you know because i can cook all day i love cooking honestly mm -hmm. i can cook all day but that's not going to that's not going to help me hmm. now if i'm cooking and i put something on in the background or i play a video that is kind of that that helps lead me you know guide me whether that be tony robbins or one of these other guys or even if it's just some ocean sound that just allows me to kind of quiet my thoughts and recalibrate a little bit then that's when i find that activity more productive Okay. And I think it's great. Do, do you know, uh, do you think with that, we can describe it as a flow state? That you yeah. are in flow? Uh, I don't know if you listen about that, like one of the TED Talks, uh, I don't remember the name of the, 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 the gentleman, but this, he talked about like a flow state, that you lose the notion of time, that you... I don't know if yeah. when you are I, in the I, I haven't heard I have and you you're talking about excuse me, you're talking about death, right? Did I hear that right? No, no, not that like flow state, it's when you, you lose like you are cooking and you start cooking at two PM and it's I don't know, seven PM and you, you didn't know that the hours passed by. I don't know if if it's I feel, I, I, and I think I know what you're talking about. I mm. have, I haven't heard of it as um, flow, like flow state. Flow state. I haven't, I haven't heard of that term before. Um, I will but, send you. Yes, I would, I would be interested in seeing that. But um, I do. I feel like it's when it's something that really engage, you're really engaged with, or you really enjoy, or something that's kind of tied to your purpose. Time just flies. You know, if you love working out, you're going to find yourself in the, you know, working out for three hours and be like, oh, crap, I forgot. I lost track of time. Mm -hmm. If you love cooking, it's the same thing. If you love art, you can be, you know, an artist can be there painting for hours and be like, oh, you know, I didn't realize I was in the studio for 10 hours, you know, and, or I didn't eat. You know, when you get to that state, when you, when you don't realize that you didn't do something that's essential, I haven't gone to the bathroom in three hours. And I, I remember I had to use the bathroom. It's because you've you've engaged with something that you're really your body really is in flow with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, no, it's a per, I think it's a perfect description of flow state. Uh, yeah, perfect description. Now I want to know, like, maybe if there is a possibility, and we hope so, that if there is a child in this world that is passing for the same that you passed, and you can see this now, what is your advice to them? I guess it's time, time is a, it's a funny thing. You know, when you're the younger you are, the more things look like they're set in time and things don't change. And forever, like you look, you think about forever now, you know, your definition of forever now is different from a child's definition. Forever for a child is six hours or a month, you know? So it might be, it might be bad, but things get better. You know, time changes everything. You know, it's like they say time heals all. 
I feel like time can fix a lot of things. It can't, it can't heal everything. It can't make everything better, but you'd be in a better state with time. That's a great advice. Now I want to, to, to know for the people that uh, where they can find you, if they want to send you a message, if they want to talk with you, where they can find you. Yeah. So I'd suggest my Instagram is uh, rise body and soul. Yeah. So you can DM me there. If you DM me and I don't answer because I got a lot of people, <laughs> I probably have 200 people sitting in my DMs. And I'm just hacking away as much as I can. Um, tag me or comment on one of my my new posts and then just let me like in the comment and just say, hey, I sent you a DM. I'm more likely going to be able to get back to you faster that way than I can if you just send me a regular DM. Um, my website, risebodysoul.com. I also have a, a my cell number on there. So you can also text me on that and that you definitely get back. I'll definitely get back to you quicker on that than on my DMs. And now for the last question, I want to know if you want to share any last advice, any last thought with me and the, the listeners slash viewers. Life doesn't give you anything. You know, you, I, I feel like everything that you, you want, you can have is if it's part of your purpose, because I wanted for, I wanted the insurance to work out for me, but it wasn't part of my purpose. It did not make me feel good. You know, it, it served a purpose, you know, it got me, the, that's, got, well, that's what got me onto the guy with LinkedIn. That's what got me to lead me to the talk, trying yeah. to get Gary's advice about that. So life is funny. Try everything that you can reasonably within your power and your ability, but don't, don't automatically say no to stuff just because it's not part of who you think you are or it's not part of what you usually would do. If you usually wouldn't do it, most of the time that means you should try it. You know, as long as you know, like it sticks with your values, you know, but otherwise like I wouldn't have done a podcast. I would have said no, like, just six months ago, two months ago, I would have said no. Somebody would have been like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. Do you want to be a guest on there? I like your, your Instagram content. Hmm. I would probably would have been like, uh, I don't think so. Not now. But, you know, I'm, I, I, it's something I'm working on. And life has definitely, life always gets better the more I see myself saying yes to things. Love it. Does. it. Love it. Really, really love it, man. Really, thank you so much, man. Don't forget now, like, Really, I think yeah, it's it's perfect ending. Don't forget to go to uh, Hiking's uh, Instagram webpage. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, Spotify, all the social media that we have out there. Okay, great day for everyone, man. Thank you all so right. much. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, everybody.